Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Is that what we're on? Episode 280, yeah. Mm. Wouldn't normally make a note of the episode number, but... Why would you this time? <laughs> because you wanted to say... No. I think someone would say it in the <laughs> no. style of a, a darts commentator. Yeah. I, I have such fond feelings, such warmth towards darts, without any actual interest in it. Oh, because it's something of your childhood, but not of your childhood. So, so was, my dad was always playing darts, and it was always on the TV, mm. and... They always seem like such big personalities. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if they were, really. I think it could... was more like beer and fags rather than personality, wasn't it? I think you get more personalities now without that. But Eric Bristow was the craft... Oh. He was crafty, wasn't he, and a cockney. Yeah, I loved him, yeah. But he had his arrogance. Mm. He went to Jean's school around the corner. He did not. Yep, alumni, him oh. and Barbara Windsor. No, yeah. that's fabulous. It's like my son's going to Eton or it something, is. isn't it? It is, I'm so excited. Um, uh, but I, I, I always like John Lowe, the gentleman of darts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would, if I saw it was on, I wouldn't watch it. But I feel feel warmly towards it. Did you once go and play darts in front of people and, and you got heckled or something when we were doing the radio show? Yeah, at the O2. Because they, they asked me to do it and I thought, I, ca- I can't, I'm too, it's too, my, my self-confidence is too fragile. What do, you, what do you mean? I thought they asked went straight to me. I'm getting the truth now. <laughs> no, maybe they asked you and then they said, oh, you've got to come back with Jeff. And I said, oh, no, absolutely not. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So too much of that old job was going on stage at events and people chanting, who are you? Well, that's what happened to me. Right. And, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's just not good. No, it wasn't good. It's, no. it's a reasonable question. I don't judge them mm. for, for wondering. I mean, yeah. But I do judge them from wondering it out loud. They could have asked me politely afterwards yes. rather than loudly while yes. I was on the stage. Or, or listen to the announcement. Yeah, yes, yes. Or look at the programme yeah. even, yes. Mm. And what was what was that to do with? Andy Fordham. It was, the yeah, Viking. the Viking. Yes, he'd come on the show, can't remember why, and they'd asked you, then me, to do a special thing. What was it? I got a trophy, and I tell you what, I've got that, tro- I've got that trophy up did, did, did everyone get a trophy? <laughs> no, but like I didn't deserve you, you didn't it. win the trophy. I didn't though, win no. the trophy, but I got it up at home, and I once overheard my son saying to me, my mum's got a darts trophy, like proudly. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but it's embarrassing because no, it's not true. Well, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. need to elaborate. But I didn't correct him. I didn't say, in explain the situation, because that was actually more embarrassing. Um, he was yeah, a lovely man, wasn't he? He was so lovely. Bless him, rest his so soul. Lovely. He, he, um, 
He came to your house once as well, didn't he? He did. We did the show, not because he did the show for my house, yeah. And he came and threw a few arrows. <laughs> what's, what's up? What's up? Getting the lingo. Have you still uh, have you still got the dartboard up in your living room? Yes. It's a nice feature. Yep. It's got it's got a nice uh, wooden case on it, and what I really like about it is all the little holes in the wall underneath. Mm. Yeah, that haven't filled up or painted over. It'll make a nice talking point when uh, Architectural Digest do that eventual feature on you. Mm. Um, I think they can get some good photos of that. Look forward to that. Um, well, that was a that was a nice little diversion, wasn't mm. it? Mm. And the rain seems to have gone off during that uh, that little darts chat. I wonder if that could be heard, the gentle pitter-patter in the background. Well, it wasn't pitter-patter. Oh, I'm just sick of this rain. <laughs> oh, this rain. Oh, will it ever end? Yeah. It's just started raining after this relentless mm. heat wave that we've had where, mm. with temperatures as high as, what, I think it got to 33, didn't it? Did it? I wouldn't know. My house is so cold. If I didn't go outside, I'd just think it was winter. Oh, I've not been happy. Mm, I bet you haven't. I've, and I feel bad because we've got an air conditioner. Right. I think I talked about this last year. Sarah made us get one mm. for the three or four days a year. <laughs> Is that, yeah, yeah. Um, when it's too hot to sleep. Mm. And and to be honest, it's it's me that's benefiting from it because she moves up to the loft because of my snoring where there is no air conditioner. Mm. Um, but it's got a hose that pokes out the window and I just wish there was some way of dis- disguising it. So, you, But it only goes out the window when it's on? It's not permanently out the window. No. Oh, good, good, no, good, no, no, good. No, no. I mean, that's looking the sound of my like dartboard in terms of <laughs> aesthetically pleasing. Uh, okay, just when it's on, that's fine. And our bedroom's at the front of the house as well, so people know. Because oh. I feel shame. I feel deep shame about owning this thing. Is it because it's not environmentally friendly? Yes. Okay. Yes. Any other reason? Not really, you don't, no. you don't feel weak because you can't withstand the heat. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not okay. at all. Okay, I'm not suggesting you no, should be. No, <laughs> as you know, I embrace my own um, feebleness, <laughs> yeah. my uh, my fragility, mm. I embrace it. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, it, it feels like everybody knows I've got one of these horrible climate-destroying mm. things. Mm. But they're probably going to offices with them on. Yep. In their cars. In their cars. With their three children in the back. And eating their meat. Exactly. Yeah. You shouldn't care. Yeah, but I do. Mm. I, don't, I don't care, but I care what people think. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I do care. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm good in all these other ways. You are, yeah. But uh, I, I don't like the optics of it, as they say. Exactly. I wish they could just disguise it as the window. How not easily they, done, yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. They could disguise it as, I don't know, a snake. No, not a snake, but something, a scarf. Hanging out of the window. Yeah, something. That, what, what could be hanging out of window? A windsock. A, win, a windsock. Hasn't your mother-in-law got a windsock? She's got a collection of them. A seasonal windsock. Well, she's got one for every month of the year. Every month of the year? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, like, October would be, like, a Halloween-themed one. Uh, <laughs> November would be a Thanksgiving turkey-themed <laughs> one. Then you'd have... I don't know if it's Christmas or Hanukkah in December. There'd be one for Sarah's birthday in May. So, oh, you know, she's, she's got this. something for each month of the I year. Yeah, it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that there, there are so many different varieties of windsock available. I'm astonished. Yeah. Um, because I don't know much about windsocks, but my impression was until I met my mother-in-law that... that Unless you have um, a runway, mm. you don't really need one. I thought there was one and it was red. I didn't realise they were kind of themed ones. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. And she's not landing any planes. No, she's Helicopters. Not. No. It's, just a, it's just a feature. I think um, at some point she was really into flamingos mm. and her entire front garden was, uh, you know, various models and statues 
figurines of flamingos. Oh, lovely. Parents' phases are interesting, aren't they? Oh. <laughs> and then you think about what was going on in their life, really. <laughs> what, what the hole was that needed filling at the time. Yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, so hello. Hello. Here we are. Um, something quite dramatic happened to me last night. Oh, Okay. As you can see, my hand is still quite bandaged up. Heavily. Yeah, mm. I've got K-wires in it, which I can't see, but I can feel. And then like a lot of bandaging. I look like I've got one of those big foam fingers. You do. That you wear to a, a sporting event. You do. I've not been to a sporting event, but Ever. I'm imagining people yeah. do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and um, uh, so a lot of things are still difficult for me to do unaided. Mm-hmm. Last night I had a bath. I have got a sheath that I can put over my arm, but I asked Sarah if she she would mind giving me a, a little bath like a nurse would, like a sponge bath. Oh, really? What washed you down? Get yeah. a sponge and did she wash your hair? Like she didn't do my hair, but um, she she gave me a good wash. But here's here's the thing: Sarah has many qualities, but she she is not a natural carer. No, I can't. I'm finding it hard to imagine. But she she's also a good person. Yes. So she didn't say no. But here's what I feel like she did. Yeah. She she gave me a resentful sponge bath. Right. And was was very rigorous. Right. Rough even. Yes. 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 Rough bath. Yeah. <laughs> Rough bath. So anyway, I I then um you know, dry myself wrap myself in a towel, go into the bedroom, and something really, really dramatic happens. Okay. Just like to see a photo. Yeah. Just get my phone out. Just put my glasses on. Hang on a second. That is what happens. I don't even know what that is. That is my big toenail, which has completely oh, come off. Oh, oh, she was that rough. Yes. No. Now, to be fair to her, oh. it was it was one of the impact points in the accident. Oh, okay. So it was always going to come off. But oh. look at that. A whole, a whole it's big toenail. It's horrible, isn't oh, it? Oh, my God. It's so horrible. Is is so? You've now got a naked bit. Well, I think it's it's. I, mean, I, I can't look at it really, but it's. I think it's been regrowing since the accident, which was what a couple okay. of months ago at this point. Can I but have it, that it, photo it, for the Facebook page? You can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, it feels unfair that just I get to see. You it. can have the toenail and give it away in a competition. Oh, can you. I? I will. Yeah. yeah. When I saw it, I thought, I wonder if I'm shedding like a snake sheds its skin. Mm. Wonder what's next. Oh God, yeah, who knows? But um, no, it was just this uh, this this one toenail. Do you think I could get a job in the circus? What? Because you you one naked toenail. Just like people no. gawping at it. Yeah, I think more like Victorian freak show, but they don't happen so much now. No, is Ripley's Believe It or Not still a thing? Oh, maybe. I think people could believe it, though. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but it's not that good. But it's called Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. So, so I could not. be in the Believe It section. Right, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. mm. otherwise, um, they just call it, you won't believe this. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, good. Um, yes. Well, yes, then. I was in a, like, a second-hand bookshop with Jean a while ago, and they'd got a copy of the Ripley's Believe It or Not book, which is like a Guinness Book of World Records, but a bit grosser. And, and looking at it, it does just feel like a bit of... Um, it, it feels distasteful. It feels like it's got something of the freak show uh, to okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, well, you'll be in the next one, 2024, the oh, annual. yes, please. Yes. yes, please. Where do I submit? <laughs> How can I monetize this? Do you think I could sell photos of my toe on OnlyFans? 
No. Why? Oh, because you're thinking someone somewhere, that's their thing. A disgusting toe. A naked toe. I'm, I'm, I'm calling it the naked toe. Maybe someone somewhere, that's their thing. It's okay. finding it's finding that someone that's going to be the problem. But maybe OnlyFans is the platform. Yeah. But if you're listening to this and you want to get in touch directly... Mm. How much are you going to charge? I don't know what the going rate is, no. really. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be worth my while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'd have to go to Snappy Snaps and get them printed out. Mm, mm. Anyway, um, yes. Do you think I should go to a podiatrist? No. Answer me this. When did they start calling themselves podiatrists? What did they be called before? What did they be called before? <laughs> what were they called before? It was the chiropodist. Oh. Like all the time I was growing up, some, somebody who, a medical professional in charge of your feet was the chiropodist. And then... One day, the chiropodists seem to have got together oh. and said, we're the podiatrists now. Why do they rebrand? Oh, I don't know. I like they, they're all, It's all the same to me. I'm, I'm like that with osteopath, chiropractor, physiotherapist. I know there's a difference before you tell me. I know. But I'm not good with all the different names. You can, you can just, yeah. But but my point is they mm. were called chiropodists. Right. And now they're called podiatrists. I need to remember that then. Why though? I don't know. This is the, I'd like to know that. Um. How do you think you end up in that line of the work? Are you, are you sort of interested in the, the medical field, but your grades aren't very good? <laughs> why Why do you think it's like a lower level? Because it's on. not so life-saving. But just everything about it. Really? What, what you're dealing with. Right. But that, you know... What? That would be fascinating for some people. Would it? Well, this well is, You'll soon find them when they're clamouring for your OnlyFans. These are the people. <laughs> you see, my, my feeling is that if somebody goes for a job interview as a podiatrist... And uh, or, or to do the course or whatever you need to do, the, the first question you say, so why are you interested in podiatry? And if, if they say, oh, well, I'm just really passionate about feet, mm. then you shouldn't let them anywhere near a foot. <laughs> because you think, you think there's something wrong there? Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Right, right. And then if there isn't something wrong, what on earth would you be doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want somebody who's passionate about feet near my yeah, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, mm. I, d- I don't want somebody who's just kind of fallen into it in my feet either. <laughs> no, there's no interest. Yeah. Oh, it's just very complex. Isn't it? All right, let's hear from Drifters. Look, Drifters, you're going to hear from me first. I've got something to say to you. I need your emails. That's it. I'm not going to say anything more. I'd like to read your emails. Please, come on. We're nothing without you. Send me your emails. Okay, first they've been, one. They've been slacking. I'm not, I'm not even saying slacking. We've been slacking. I've I mean, got next week slacking. sorted. We've been slacking. We've yeah. had our summer holidays. Yeah. I had an operation. Yeah. But I can understand uh, you sitting listening to this and, and for the past few weeks, thought, well, if they can't be bothered to yes, be there. Yes, 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 yes. Then I'm uh, I'm not sending in an email. Fair enough. But we're back now, autumn yeah. term. Yeah. It doesn't look like I have to have any more surgery or anything. So so here it's we are. It's the new start, isn't it? It's the new notebook season. Yes. Get your notebook out. Do a draft. So don't bother. Just just <laughs> just write me an email. Thank you very much. Okay. First one's from Anon. Subject: Blurting out. Context: About to start a new job. I'm invited to a CPD session. Do you know what that is? I do not. Continuing professional development. Oh, you ever been on one? No, but hearing about it, I think, well, this is what's gone wrong. That's what I thought as well. I thought I need this in my life. Now, this CPT session, CPD session, was billed as a good opportunity to meet everyone. 
I want to make a good first impression. I'm early, as are five others. One's knitting, so I decide to break the awkward silence by asking about her knitting and talking about my crocheting. Here is the blurt. I like crocheting because it's better than looking at your phone while waiting. Here is the problem. Everyone else is on their phones. I've just said I'm better than everyone. In a panic, I add, not that there's anything wrong with being on your phone. I'm on my phone all the time. I love my phone. They ignore me. One lady smiles politely. I do not make a good first impression. I wonder if there's a crocheting app. A crocheting app? Hmm. What, what do you mean? So that like, you could virtually crochet. Oh. Or virtually knit. Oh. Instead of having to involve yourself with wool. Would you use it? I'd be more likely to use that than <laughs> the real thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and this is from Juliana. After seeing the news about the last Burning Man, it gave me a flashback of a moment in my life from around 18 years ago. I was a dorky, young, naive introvert living in Brazil, eager to step out of my comfort zone. My long distance boyfriend at the time, he was an Italian native and lived in Italy, had some Brazilian friends who were planning an electronic music festival camping trip. For reasons I don't understand to this day, they invited me. In a bid to look cool and forge new bonds, I decided to join them. I was on a tight budget working a low paying job, which meant I could only afford the most basic camping gear. By basic, I mean a tent for two people that in reality would only fit one small side person and a torch. For those who have some experience camping, you can already tell I needed a bit more than that in order to have some minimum comfort. I also brought a little blanket, a mini pillow and a towel I had laying around at home. So I went to the festival on a bus with other festival goers. My friends went in their private cars. The cars were full and would not fit me. Arriving on the site, I found myself alone. And the only available spot for my tiny cheap tent was miles away from my newfound friends, which at that point I had no idea how to find. Picture me alone in a cramped tent with random strangers just a few feet away in every direction. The festival lasted four nights and it rained for most of it. Unbeknownst to me, my tent had a few leaks and it eventually became a mini swimming pool. My clothes got soaked and I spent every night shivering. I wore every single layer of clothing I had in my bag in order to try and keep warm. The arenas became soaked and later turned into muddy areas. Everyone else but me had brought gum boots and appropriate shoes. I had sneakers and flip flops. (laughs) I was hungry and thirsty as I didn't realise they charged exorbitant prices for everything inside. I ended up surviving on one sandwich a day and splurging on overpriced water. But the worst part, I had no idea how to dance to electronic music. I didn't know where to stand, what to do with my hands or which facial expressions to make. My new friends were pros with incredible dance moves, all very good looking and super extroverted. They tried to strike up conversations with me over the blaring music, but I could barely hear them, let alone understand them. At the time, I was also 100% sober. No drugs, no alcohol. Meanwhile, everyone else seemed to be on a quest to sample every substance known to humankind. It was like they had a VIP party on an intergalactic rave and I was the cosmic bouncer stationed at the snack bar. (laughs) Imagine crash landing into a parallel universe where everyone's dancing to the rhythm of kaleidoscopic unicorns while you're just there (laughs) contemplating the bag of chips and wondering if it's secretly a portal to the snack dimension. back I can't believe I spent four nights in that muddy pit of awkwardness it's a memory filled with cringeworthy moments and I can't help but shake my head when I think about it I was the odd one out the introvert lost in a sea of extroverts 
This happened 18 years ago. It's a distant memory from a different time in my life, a reminder of how I've grown and changed since then. So while the awkwardness of that festival will always be a part of my past, it's also a testament to the journey I've been on, which I am proud of. Lovely. Happy ending. It's a rare thing. Isn't it? I was just listening to that and I was thinking um, drifters being dragged along to hedonistic events. Oh, hedonistic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there must be something else there. Uh, I enjoyed that and I was mildly horrified by the whole thing. I'm sure, yeah. Yes, so so please send us yours. Uh, Annabelle is not happy with you. No, I'm not. Hang on, no, that's... I I think, I think, let's go less with the, let's go less with, Anger and more no. would disappoint. Annabelle's sad. I just miss it. I just mm. miss all those hundreds of emails I get to read every week. Yeah, it it's, it's gives you something to live for, doesn't it? Apart from going to Sainsbury's. Yeah, it does. I need it. I need it in my life, okay? Yeah, especially with the night's drawing in. Exactly. Oh, God, exactly. Vitamin D starts oh, depleting, no. and, you know, before you know it. Downward spiral. Yeah. yeah. Um, the email address is hello at adriftpodcast.com. <laughs> Annabelle? Yes. What's going down on your substack, baby? Oh, thank you for asking. I'm going to say something here. Yeah. I'm going to say if up to this point you've been thinking, I must get around to that, or nope, not interested, this is the week to dip your toe in. Oh. I'll tell you for why. My bad toe. Your bad toe. Oh, God, yeah, dip your bad toe in. This is the week. This will mean something to some people, nothing to others. This is the week where I talk about the Mile End incident. Oh, oh, okay. So this is the week. The time has come. The time has come. This is the week to join me. You won't regret it. Come, come, come for this one. If you've been waiting, you've been putting it off, just put my name into Google. I think it comes up on the first page now. Annabelle Port. I'm going to spell Annabelle for you because some people have complained about this. A-N-N-A-B-E-L. Annabelle. Why have people complained about how you Complaint, spell it? Complaint's the wrong word. Okay. I think they're saying, but you're saying that, but then I put it in, I don't know how to spell it, so it's not coming up. Anyway. Here's what I don't understand. Okay, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Okay, but, but, but sometimes, and I understand that piece pulls really relationship with spelling and letters and, mm, yeah, um, and yeah. all these things is, is uh, not an uncomplicated thing. So setting those people aside, sometimes I will receive an email for this podcast or some of my own other endeavours in the podcasting mm. world, and my name is misspelled. My name is in the title of the podcast. Right, yeah. Mm. Like it's on the device probably that you're writing to me on. Yeah, but it involves checking. People don't have time for a quick check. No, you no right. or it seems. I'm just judging by yeah. the amount of misspelling yeah. I see that they don't have time yeah, for a quick yeah, check. Yeah. Some people don't have your level, perhaps my level too, of wanting wanting to get things exactly right. Oh yes, they don't. They're not bothered no. that it's exactly right. Doesn't no. mean so and I'm, much. And I'm not bothered. No, but, by them getting it wrong. Not if someone yeah. spells my name wrong. Should I tell you what I feel? Nothing. Yeah, couldn't care less. Yeah. When people spell Lloyd wrong, I'm often miss. So not the it's confusing because the double L. Mm. But the thing that people always do is put the the Y then the O. Uh, okay. So it'd be Lyod. Okay, yeah, and that yeah. that is always that's never not baffling to me. And I think it's just because people panic because they know this. It, it was once well that it's a Welsh name, right? And the double L gets confusing, and they, they you know yeah. I think it's I think it's all that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an oi sound, mm. not a yo sound. No, no. Mm. But no, I I don't care. But then if you're being put in a position where you're having to spell things out on the podcast. So I never think it's great when you're spelling stuff on the no, radio or on a podcast. I know, I know, I know. Anyway, listen, 
Yes. Look it up. Google my name or go on Substack, put in my name or bit weird, quite normal. That's then my Substack. And also, listen, one more thing. Subscribe. Put your, put your email address in. All you're going to get from me once a week is my writing things straight into email for you to read. Then you won't have to hear me going on about it anymore. So please subscribe. And yeah, this week is the mile end instant. I will say no more. Fantastic. Okay, so uh, do you have another way in which you are not a fully functioning adult? Yeah, firstly, I've got a tale of spotting a drifter in the wild. So I had to go to the doctors. When I was in the waiting room... You're all right, though. Yeah, I'll I'll come to that. When I was in the waiting room, a doctor came out and he called the name... Sorry, she called the name of her next patient. As she did, the man whose name it was, who'd been engrossed in his phone, looked up and said, Speaking... Like he was answering the phone. <laughs> oh, I loved it so much. He looked oh, mortified. Speaking. Speaking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. So in case you are worried, which you clearly are, I wasn't at the doctor's for anything serious. I'll say what it was, as I want to drum up interest amongst these single men for when Tom leaves me. Uh-huh. I've got eczema on my varicose veins. <laughs> was that too arousing? <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> I built it up too much. Too exciting now. Maybe we could do a two for the price of one. My, my toenail <laughs> and your varicose veins are the only fans. <laughs> Now, I'd kind of decided that this was what it was before I went because I'd Googled it and it's got a name, varicose eczema. So when I saw the doctor, I said, this is what I suspected. And she said the greatest three words to me. She said, oh, are you medical? Like I'd made some diagnosis that even Hugh Laurie in that show House would have struggled with. Was she being sarcastic? No, she wasn't. She wasn't. I only ruined it slightly by adding, and I'm wondering if I'm going to get a blood clot and die, which is also (laughs) something that I'd seen on Google. But anyway, after she'd examined me, she said these words. Well, well done. You diagnosed yourself correctly. And honestly, I walked out of there thinking, is it too late to train as a doctor? Five years of medical school, five years of training. If I start medical school next September, that's me qualified around six years before retirement. I'm thinking about it. No, I'm not. I'm just joking. I'll never be able to retire. I'm doing it. I can't go and see that doctor again, though, because I feel like it's too much pressure on me now to get it right again. I couldn't bear to go in and mess it up, get the wrong diagnosis. I'm sure it's not annoying for patients to self-diagnose in the surgery at all. So, okay, one more thing. I take my son to football club quite a lot. Mm. He's got another friend who goes and I usually sit next to one of that kid's parents, the mum or the dad. I had a situation recently where the kids were playing a match and a child on the opposing team to my son, different team to my son, said quite loudly in quite a smug way, it's 3-0, it's 3-0. And without thinking, I said to my son's friend's mum, right, don't rub it in then realised that the mother of 3-0 boy was sitting on the other Uh. side of me and undoubtedly heard. Do you think I then, A, employed the port protocol, pretended it never happened, just died inside, B, apologised to the woman, or C, continue to pepper this phrase of, all right, don't rub it in, into pretty much everything I said. So it it seems like I had some kind of catchphrase tick, even though not once (laughs) did it make any sense in that context. Son climbs over the water saying, I'm thirsty. All right, don't rub it in. My son shouts another boy to pass to him. All right, don't rub it in. My son says he's sweaty. All right, don't rub it in. Oh, Annabelle. Of course it is C. And I now both look both rude and insane. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you want to know another way in which I'm, I'm pretty convinced that I'm now dead on the inside. Oh. That I've lost my lust for life. Oh, no. Okay, go on then. It's iPhone day today. It's the day when they tell you what's going to be on the new iPhone. Oh. And I've not even looked. You used to be obsessed by that. You were always watching some kind of live feed all hours. While we were doing the radio yes, show. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're not even interested. No, I might have a look tomorrow, but... I'll be honest, this sounds healthy to me. <laughs> really, it truly does. It truly does. It was one of my interests. It was. It was your hobby, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just don't, they're just not that different anymore from the year. But like, oh, I bet the camera's going to be slightly better. Mm. And um, I don't know, there's going to be a new feature where you can see something when it's locked. I don't know. And then it does something very exciting, like, I don't know, laser hair removal. I'm not interested. No. Yeah. Or if you could dip your hand inside of it and pull something out. What, like anything you wanted? Yeah, like a you know, like a, a magic pool. Oh. So, like, the, the surface is liquid. Yeah. And then you can put your oh. hand in and bring out pearls or treasure or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. A little way off that, I just yeah. yeah. So, and I just think it's because now Steve Jobs has been dead for a while. Mm. They don't, you know, they're not, they've, got, they've not got anyone bullying them. Well, he was a real taskmaster, wasn't yeah, he? Like yeah. a tyrant. Got yeah. results, though, didn't he? Got the iPhone out of them. Yeah, yeah. And that was great for us if, you know. <laughs> And and if the cost of that was maybe some exploitative labour practices mm. in other countries mm. and uh, a mental health toll mm. on the people who are working at Apple, I think it's worth it. I'm not sure. When you put it like that, I'm not sure it is. No. <laughs> oh, dear. I feel guilty now. But it was genius. Oh, well. Genius at bullying people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I shouldn't speak ill of the dead, should I? I think it's all right. <laughs> is it? Is it? I, mean, you know, it's I think right. I'd rather speak ill of the dead than someone alive because I can't hear it. I know, it's more fun speaking ill of the living, isn't mm, it? True, true. Yeah. But then you don't want to get him back to them. Oh, God, no. But then who knows? Like Steve Jobs could be haunting us at the moment. Mm, I'm looking around. I don't seems think unlike- so. It seems unlikely. <laughs> seems unlikely. I don't know how it works in the ghost realm mm. that if someone's talking about you, you can then like apparate there. Oh, like maybe there's like a ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And you kind of like go down. Yeah, like so. No, tell you what though, he's heard that thing about putting your hand in a pool and, in a pool and pulling stuff out and he's thinking, yes. And he's going to go and haunt Tim Cook. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bully him from beyond the grave. Get him to do it. <laughs> yeah, this could be a good thing. Yeah. Um, I don't even think people even, even queue outside the Apple shop at midnight anymore, do they? Oh, I'd be strongly surprised, yeah. That was a weird phase. Mm-hmm. Used to be like if a new album was coming out or maybe a Harry Potter book. Then it got to be a phone for a while, mm. which, um, you know, think about the role the electronics played in our lives when I was growing up. That wouldn't have been the case. No. I don't think Rumbelow's sold anything that people would have been queuing outside <laughs> at midnight for. No, no. Listen, Zanussi are bringing out a new tumble dryer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not going to happen. Hot Point have got a new iron coming out. Mm. We're opening at midnight, especially. No. Yeah, so that, that was, um, that was uh, a, a weird phase, wasn't it? I am sort of excited about this... Apple virtual reality thing. What's this? One of those things you put on your head. 
and then you're not in the real world anymore. Well, I know what virtual reality is, but like, what is this Apple virtual reality? So the, so the Apple one's coming out next year, and it's good, or this year, next year, next year, um, but only in America for the time being. And it's it's going to be much better than any version of that you've tried in the past. And I'm just really looking forward to a day when I don't have to live in the real world. I can just live in virtual world. But like, what sort of things? Is it? Like, what? Like, what is it? Like, I've only ever seen it on that that TV show, Your Home Made Perfect, where it does like a virtual reality of their home, but an architect redesigns it. Like, what's it going to do? Right. So imagine your home. Yeah. You're sitting there in your front room. Yeah. You've got your dartboard up. Yeah. Holes in the wall. Yeah, yeah. You've got uh, some novelty pictures of John Travolta about the place. Yeah. Uh, the the detritus of family life is surrounding you. Slippers under the door to keep it open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of your, your dog has been up to something. Mm. You put this thing on. Mm. You're now living in the the sort of room that a detective in a Nordic noir crime thriller lives in. Oh, so you don't have to like bother with your own surroundings anymore. You don't have no. to pay money for anything. You no. can just pretend, oh, I'm yeah. loving this. Yeah. This is my dream come true. Your, your brain would be tricked into it, wouldn't it? You'd just be sitting in a nicer room. And when people come round, you'd put them on their head before they came in and be like, come round, yep. qu- just quickly put this on. Don't worry about yep. what it is. Just put it on. Look at my lovely home. Yeah. <gasps> and they can be in the space with you. And when they see you, you can de-age yourself, correct your flaws. Okay. So if there's anything <laughs> you don't like about like your family's appearance, for example. My family's appearance. <laughs> Well, they're the people you're with most of the time, right, aren't right, they? Right. Could de-age that dog of yours. Which one is a cute puppy? Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> Straighten Tom's spinal. Oh, don't, don't, oh, don't. <laughs> Doesn't it just sound better? Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So where, where can I cue? <laughs> I mean, I just the the thing, the, the thing on the head is the off-putting thing to me. You get used to it. Get used to anything. You can this get used thing. to anything. I, I remember saying many years ago that people shouldn't be worried about adult content on the internet because nobody people would feel too squalid looking at that on a computer oh, screen. Did you say that out loud? Yeah, oh my god! People aren't going to do, want to do. They, people aren't going to like doing that. In How front of you got the I human know. race wrong? I know. So I know. wrong! Whoa! <laughs> I wish I'd never invested in that adult cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Quandary Corner then at the Glap Clinic here in Problematic. Okay, look, this first one, I'm going to pre-warn you. I think we're not, I don't think how well equipped we are for this. Okay. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. It's from Natalie. What's the difference between warn and pre-warn? What did I say? Pre-warn. No, there's no difference. (laughs) Thanks for pointing it out. Okay. Once upon a time, two drifters met, got married. Two drifters after see the world. Had a baby. Yeah. At first, the baby was a feisty non-drifter type who would approach strangers with ease and throw herself into new fun things. However, over the years, the drifteriness, drifty drifteriness, <laughs> passed down through osmosis from the drifter parents who never intended to pass on their drifter oh, traits. No. She is now painfully shy, oh. avoids eye contact with anyone except her parents and friends and gets overwhelmed by busy public spaces and social situations. Mm-hmm. She seems to get extremely stressed and almost physically ill at the tiniest thought of doing anything outside her comfort zone. She often retreats into a world of video games and doing artwork in her room, although she does chat with her friends over WhatsApp, but it's all game talk. 
She's so funny, talented, clever and creative and has so much to give the world, but doesn't believe she is good at anything. The opposite is true. She outperforms all of her peers academically and is mature beyond her years. The almost 12-year-old, fully developed drifter starts high school next week and her drifter mother is extremely worried about how shy she is and whether she will make new friends and enjoy these important formative years of her life. There are three other girls from her class moving up, but there's a chance they may be split into separate classes. She's not a very girly girl, so doesn't bond with girls over hair or fashion or boys. She's more into video games, art and animals. She likes collecting old coins and looking for pieces of pottery in the ground when we go for country walks. Her tastes are often unusual and not very mainstream, and I think she'd like to be thought of as a bit weird or quirky. I feel like going to high school is like throwing her to the lions and I worry she will become a target if some of the rougher kids realise her social weaknesses. I was exactly the same at her age, still am in some ways, and I was verbally bullied at the very same school. I got through it, but she's so sensitive and emotional with her hormones going mad at the moment that I worry she could be permanently scarred by an unkind comment. How can I help her confidence? She cringes and shrinks into herself if I try to talk about these things with her or starts crying, which breaks my heart. I know that high school could really be the making of her as she needs the challenge of advanced learning and new subjects, but I'm scared the social challenges will affect her too much. All right, number one, this we, we are completely unqualified to answer this. So unqualified, right? so unqualified. So I just want to add that as a caveat. Yeah. Number two, this is something I think about even though Jean is years off starting secondary school. Okay. Number three, here, here's what I believe with all my heart. you got a kid like that who just sounds wonderful. The worst thing you can do for them long term is try and force them to be something they're not and this can be anything from um like forcing the eye contact to okay i know there's something to be said for you know encouraging a certain amount of boldness to try new things but it shouldn't be pushed and i I think the the mental health cost God, this is... I'm talking seriously here. I know, I like it. Keep going. So I think the mental health cost in trying to... uh, For somebody who who isn't typical, let's say, Mm. to to run on the operating system for the rest of the world and to, you know, try and train them out of their behaviours is a a recipe for disaster and and will, will just cost her in later life. So here's what I think your work is. Your work is to you just adore her carry on doing that you know she knows that she'll have security from doing that um whatever she feels you know don't say um you know say oh that's silly or you well you shouldn't feel like that just just validate it say look people feel like that that's okay we have these whatever it is even if she doesn't want to talk about the feeling just allow her to be what she is that that's that's really really important and then the the uh, and then you know d- do the parenting stuff of keeping your eye on where intervention with the school or you know look out for any signs but i'm telling you the work that you have to do is the is on yourself to not palpably be worried about her social skills because she's fine 
and I bet the people who she has conversations about gaming or art or whatever just just love her and it sounds like she's engrossed in that and that's great that's all she that you know those those are her friends mm-hmm. those are her people mm-hmm. and she, she'll 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 be fine she'll find it in it to talk to other people um just through being allowed to work through her own feelings and being comfortable in her own feelings because by 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 letting her be comfortable with whatever she's feeling she will be comfortable in herself in the in the long run she won't be trying to please people or worrying about people or getting into this driftery stuff but what is really important is that she doesn't get the message from you that there is something socially off about her because I'm, t- I'm telling you, her friends, her people will adore her. You, you described her, we adored her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and people just will. So don't worry about other people because otherwise she'll start getting the message that, oh, maybe there is something off about me mm. because she's just, she's just happy in her world. And, you know, whatever world you're in, gaming, crocheting, whatever it is, these things spin off in so many directions. Whatever these, like, special interests are, that's where she's most alive. And actually, there's, you know, like mine with the Beatles. Um, Like, I know so much about history through the Beatles, like bits of social history, bits of geography, other stories, like films. You just, whatever your special interest is, it's like following a... um, following a scent so it's no, if you're thinking oh she's just gaming the whole time that's a that's a very sort of blinkered view of it because the gaming will take her to all the places that she wants to go and it's far better to allow her to follow her own curiosity than it is to try and again like squash her into being something that she isn't mm-hmm. and you know I, I also think as parents you've got to encourage and build confidence and sometimes you know uh, we, we can need a bit of encouragement to jump off the diving board whatever that diving board is but but I just think let her be what she is let her know that feeling whatever she feels is okay and she's safe to feel that because you're her parent and 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 she will be safe with you as a parent because that's what your job is and then your anxiety is your anxiety and go and do the work to to keep that out of her head. Yeah. Okay, how was that? Perfect. All right. I think you were equipped. <laughs> Glad I asked. Okay, uh, let's see how you do with this one. Okay. <laughs> right, this is from Anon. My husband and I are going to a wedding in October. We've just booked our hotel and being cheapskates, we booked a non-flexible, non-refundable cheap room. I've just found out through the couple getting married that some of their other friends are staying at the same hotel as us. One of the couples staying there are school friends of my husband. They used to be pretty close but have drifted apart in the last few years. They got married about seven years ago but we weren't invited and we assumed it was because we were living abroad at the time. We got married last year and were planning to invite them. My husband messaged them both on Facebook to ask for their addresses for a save the date but they never got back to us. Now... We probably could have made more of an effort to find their contact details, like asking our mutual friends, etc. But it's so much other wedding stuff to think about. We just sort of forgot. Last year, we found out that the couple in question were on holiday in the tiny coastal town that we now live in. Our mutual friends, whose wedding we're going to this year, came to visit us after seeing them. This This solidified what we'd been suspicious of. We were being ghosted by this couple. This is totally fine. My husband wasn't too bothered as they'd all drifted apart anyway and he didn't imagine our paths would cross in the future. 
However, now we're all going to this wedding and we're all staying in the same hotel and I have a sneaky suspicion that we'll probably all be on the same table as well. How do we handle this situation? What do we talk about? I'm the sort of person that has to fill a silence and will ask literally any question to make things not awkward. Please can you give us some small talk topics questions that we can open with that are nothing to do with either of our weddings or recent holidays or anything that could lead to an awkward moment. Okay, scars. Scars. Scars and broken bones. Yeah. Always a good one. Um, What's the first thing people ask you about your job? Okay. Um, what's the annoying thing people say about your name? But they know these people already. Like, these feel... This yeah, but it's not weird. just... You're just, 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 just asking me for, for small talk. <laughs> I was thinking more watching anything good on TV. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a classic. Yeah. How did you, how, oh, how did you get here? How did you get here? How yeah. did you travel here? Yeah. Well, you took, oh, you, took, you went that way. Yeah. What do you think of the hotel? Yeah. God, it's awkward, isn't it? I, I heard Jerry Seinfeld say that um, a way he copes with people like coming up to him and wanting to talk to him but getting nervous mm. is just to ask a lot of questions to which the answers are numbers. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I like we, that. Yeah, so it's like, uh, oh, uh, so um, where are you working now? Oh, how many years have you been there? Oh, how, um, how long is the day then? Right, How many right. other people are working there? Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'd say also that if I'm imagining a traditional wedding, which I am, yeah. it's going to be like big. T- if you're on the same table, these are kind of big round tables. The sort of table where you only really get to p- speak to people to either side of you is too big to speak oh, opposite yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Get in there quickly. Yeah. If you happen to be sitting next to each other, move the name tags yes, around. Yes, We've yes. all done it. Yes, that's what you need to do as well. Yeah, yeah. But also, I think like like looking daggers at them would be fun. Oh, oh! You think you should go with it and yeah. be like, "You ghosted us, and now we hate you." Oh, I love a feud at something like that. Oh, I've seen feuds in buffet queues at funerals before now. <gasps> really? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah. god! Love yeah, make that. the wedding more interesting for everyone else by having a, a silent feud. Don't don't be loud with it. Have a silent feud. And I'd also love it if there's like a dance off, like in in oh. Greece. Oh <gasps> yes! And it's you two versus them. And you, but you have dance lessons beforehand, so you win. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, we've given brilliant advice. I'm so happy with that. (laughs) Perfect. And that was our podcast. Thank you for listening. If you have a quandary for Quandary Corner, we'll solve it for you. Mm. I do worry about coming over as self-serious when it's uh, it's, it's uh, some of the heavier stuff. Though, you don't need to worry about I just it. don't know what I'm talking about. Well, you sound like you do. Well, you don't okay, need to worry about okay, it. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, quandaries answered. And Annabelle wants your stories, please. She's feeling very sad. Disappointed. Yeah. I've not got a lot going on. Neglected. These, these emails really mean a lot to her. They really, really yeah. do. Um, the email address is hello at adriftpodcast.com thanks to Man and the Echo for the backing music and to Emily Harrison for the incidental music Carla Gowlett took our photos Kim Rainey designed our artwork and that was episode 280 
Oh, publication time. Just seeing who it's from. Field Marshal. Is this a promotion? No, I don't think so. Well, I can't think of anybody more deserving of that title. Mm. Field Marshal Ramesses D'Souza, who says, Dear Jeff and Annabelle, I am writing to request a publication for the week of 21st of August. Too bad, Ramesses. Well, we had the, had the summer holiday backlog, but all parties have been notified. Yes. Uh, as uh, Or as near as possible, given my tardiness and any other priority podications in the queue. Mm-hmm. I'd like to request the podication for Empress Fiona Herdmans, <laughs> who turns 40 oh. on the 25th of August. Oh, I hope it was a good one, Fiona. So do I. I hope it was a brilliant one. Wow. Big four O. These people. I know. They're not frozen in time, as it turns no, out. No, weird. Um, I've been lucky to call Fiona my best friend for the past 11 years, my wife for the past five years, and my fellow human companion to our lovable, chatty, and always hungry cat, Raffi, for the past three years. Fiona is a fantastic cook, an excellent baker, and a brilliant seamstress, sewist. What would you go with, seamstress or sewist? Seamstress. I love seamstress. It's a good mm, word, isn't it? Lovely word. Um, even though it's gendered. Oh, yeah, with Triss. Yeah. I'm sure there's a good seamster. I'm going with sewist. <laughs> uh, she she regularly uses all these hard-earned talents to the benefit of her friends, our families and myself. Among her other talents is setting up fake itineraries on various travel sites and then regaling me with the details of all the places we could go and things we could do if money and time were no barriers. I love that. I'm going to start doing that. It's really nice, isn't it? Yeah, holiday of the mind. Uh, As some things have begun to stabilise for us, we have finally been able to travel together in the last couple of years and I look forward to more trips together. I know that Fiona will appreciate a big happy birthday from both of you. I too am very grateful to tell our small communities of drifters, sorry, small community of drifters, what a wonderful person Fiona is and how lucky I am to have her in my life. I think you're lucky. I mean, you're lucky to have each other, but let's let's keep the focus on Fiona here mm, mm, mm. on this uh, milestone birthday. Happy birthday, Fiona. Cheers to the previous 40 years, and here's to many more, each happier than the last. I love you more than you can ever know, and I hope I can show more of this every day. It's beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. Aren't people great? Uh, Jeff, Annabelle, the podcast is still redacted, uh, as it's always been, and I enjoy it redacted much. Keep up the redacted work. Candice regards and best wishes, Field Marshal Ramesses Colossus D'Souza. Well, uh, what what a, what a joy. What a joy to know that all is good in your world, Ramesses. Yes, wonderful. And happy birthday, Fiona. 40. I liked being 40. I didn't particularly like my 40th birthday. I liked the days up leading up to it. My 40th birthday weekend wasn't my favourite birthday. No, I had a bad 40th birthday weekend. Did you? Yeah, we went to Bournemouth, but like Tom had like actual flu and like he stayed in bed the whole time. But we did manage to go out for a time in on Saturday night. We left the hotel in a taxi at six. We returned to the hotel in a taxi at seven. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. Oh. We went to Paris, but Sarah had just got back from the States and was very jet lagged. Mm. So there was a lot of daytime sleeping going on. Mm. And then the disruption to a sleep wasn't helpful with her mood oh. and um she she spent a lot of the time from memory telling telling me um telling me how things were 
Oh, and you, no one wants to hear things, how things are, do they? No, no. Do, do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, telling, uh, telling, telling it like, like it, it is. is. That's what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she had a lot of strong, ang- she had a lot of rage and strong opinions, which, oh. you know, is, is um, part of what she offers, a per- part of, you know, what she offers as a person. And mm. I enjoy that part of her personality in a moderation, mm. but I could have done without it on my 40th oh. birthday at the, at the dinner. Oh, at the dinner. Oh, yeah, it was okay. a ranty dinner. Oh, God. Um... So that was my 40th. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is better, Fiona. But I did, I sort of enjoyed, I would say, the happiest I have. No, so here's the thing. I, I, I really think that I'm just happier. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be living in any point in my life apart from now. I just always like now the best, mm-hmm. even when it's bad, which it often is. But if I had to like look at my life and, and uh, you know, like it's a graph mm. and you've got your lows and you've got your highs, I would say, say like my happiest was 40. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was a good year. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, mm. um, I'm not going to delude myself and say there's even better times ahead because there probably aren't. Oh, but, but I am. But, but I don't. I don't. There probably aren't. There probably are. I don't know. They probably, probably are. You think? I'm, I'm certain. I, I struggle to. Think I prefer with... to live that way. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I I, um, I started by saying I'm not one of these people who wants no. to go back to any. But I, I, I genuinely want to live now. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to wish my life away and think about. Oh, I wish it was six months in the future. Mm. And I don't ever think. Oh God, I just wish I could be forty again or thirty again or any of those things. Mm. I, I really, am, I'm quite good at being in the now. Well, that does sound strangely healthy. Yeah, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm honest, and um, mm. I can't imagine that anything, you know, that's ahead on the road is as as good as the things in the rear view mirror. Okay. But that's okay. They don't okay. have to be. Okay. As long as they're good and as long as yeah, I'm yeah, fine, yeah, 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 okay. you know, for some of the time, it's fine, isn't it? Okay. What a great thing to have had them. Mm. So listen at me with a positive mental oh, attitude. No. Won't last, of course. No, no. You know. It's been a while since I've sunk into a deep depression. I'll ask you again next yeah. week. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, so that's the uh, the latest edition of the podcast, podicated to Fiona Hernmans, who's just forty, just over from Ramesses. And if you'd like a podication, email us hello at adriftpodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. 
From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah. 